He entered the hotel by the same second-story window he'd left it by the day before, after kicking in the plywood that had been fastened in place over it. The noise brought three men stumbling into the hall with eyes puffy from sleep, and Tanner shot them all and went looking for more. Only one man had been wise enough to carry a gun, but he never got off a shot. Tanner assumed that Hines would be in his suite on the top floor of the sixth story of the building, but he needed to clear it before heading up, and so he went downstairs to the ground floor. He was met by a group of men who'd been playing a late-night game of poker. Tanner opened up with the AR-15 on full automatic and killed three of the six men right away. As he reloaded, two bullets struck him in the chest, and despite the body armor, the pain was maddening and caused his eyes to tear up. Tanner blinked the water of pain away and opened fire again, this time using three-round bursts, and after killing another man, the last two dived behind the oak reception counter. If they had hoped that the massive and ornate service desk would protect them, they were sorely mistaken. The ammo from the AR-15, the two twenty-three Remingtons, ripped through the wood, the men, and the wall behind them. After clearing the ground floor, Tanner heard the sound of footsteps on the stairs, but to his amazement, the elevator chimed, and the old man, who'd been wearing the bathrobe the previous night, emerged from the machine wearing the same again, but this time he was carrying a shotgun. Tanner hit him with a burst from the AR-15, and the fool fell back into the elevator car with his feet sticking out and the shotgun laying atop his body, while the doors of the elevator repeatedly opened and closed upon his legs. Tanner took off at a run up the stairs and began firing the instant he spotted movement. There were four men in their underwear on the second-floor landing. His shots caught them in their bare legs, taking the fight out of all but one of them. That man fired a shot that hit the web of flesh between the thumb and forefinger on Tanner's left hand, causing it to drip blood and sting like a son of a bitch. Tanner shot the man in the face and moved on, as the other three men moaned in agony from their wounds. Two of the men he recognized as his drinking companions from the night before, but, but he felt no pity for them not after Laurel Ivy had nearly been killed. As he opened the door to the third floor, the floor where most of the men were housed, Tanner got what he expected. As a brutal barrage of gunfire perforated the metal door with over a dozen holes, while four more rounds found Tanner's vest, knocking the breath from his lungs. Tanner recovered quickly, and his intent had not been to enter the floor, but to deliver a surprise and shut the door again. The grenade exploded, causing the door to blow open and hang from one hinge, as the bottom hinge had been blown off by the explosion, even as the blast ripped apart several men. Tanner slid the rifle around the edge of the doorframe and emptied its final magazine down the corridor, before trading the AR-15 for the Atchison assault shotgun. Particles of debris and dust filled the air, but Tanner could make out four torn bodies lying atop the carpet with two more casualties further down the corridor. That meant that he had encountered twenty men since entering the building, and he knew from his stay in the hotel the day before that there should be at least two more somewhere, not counting Hines and Vance. If the men were hiding, then so be it. Time was short, and doubtless someone passing nearby the building had heard the noise. Yet he still had to get to the top floor and kill Hines before the authorities appeared. 
One of the missing men fired at him as he opened the door to the sixth floor. Before he could fire back, the man tackled him, and the two of them went tumbling down the stairs together. Both the man and Tanner had lost their weapons during the fall down to the landing, and Tanner had banged his head on the wall as he landed and was momentarily stunned. The other man recovered first, and that's when Tanner realized that it was the Frenchman who spoke only a little German. The Frenchman's eyes also widened in recognition as he grabbed the weapon nearest to him, pointed it at Tanner, and pulled the trigger. Nothing happened, because the man had grabbed the AR-15, which was out of ammo. After realizing his mistake, he made a leap to retrieve his own weapon, which was laying behind him on a stair, but when he turned back around to fire, Tanner tossed a knife that entered his left eye. The Frenchman screamed in agony, but his pain was short-lived, as Tanner ripped the gun from the man's hand and shot him in the head twice.